We're live every Saturday at 3 Eastern Standard Time. Stay tuned. The Saturday Breezeway on J947. In London, there's a royal ruckus as a swan on the track delays trains. Following the incident, an Instagram post explained the surprising ownership laws surrounding swans in the UK. There was chaos in London's railway system when an unmarked swan occupied the tracks. Wait a minute. What do you mean about... So they marked the, the swans there? Maybe there's police swans. Hey, stop. You're speeding. Pull over. Um, <laughs> quack, quack, quack. <laughs> Bringing the entire train line to a standstill. The swan confidently shredded about as if it were under royal ownership. Which it turned out to be. Your swan is now owned by the government. And they can do whatever they want. They're going to put the little crown on and everything. So they marked or they stamped with something so people will know? I don't get it. I guess you just know. Unmarked signet swans are crown property. And the monarch is the only one who can eat them. This went really dark. No, so the no, whole no. point, they, they basically get first dibs on... On the swans. <laughs> Nobles can mark them for ownership, but the crown still technically owns all swans in England. Wow. Charles III's stance on swan eating remains a mystery. A mystery. How is it a mystery? Either he does or he does not eat them. He just hides. Oh, when they ask him about swan eating, he just goes ducks in the closet until they go away. <laughs> uh huh. Interestingly, St. John's College once had royal permission to eat swans, all thanks to the support of King Charles I in the English Civil War. The train delayed by the swan was headed straight for Cambridge, where the college is located. Swan knew a thing or two about legal loopholes. <laughs> After about 15 minutes, the swan grew tired and flew away. Relieving the disrupted railway operations. This is crazy. So nobody decided they were going to come shoo the swan? That's what I was just about to say. I'm like, really? So you're going to just sit there for 15 minutes? Wow. When I lived in um, in um, Illinois, they, they're very protective of the animals and just wildlife in general. And one day we were held up in traffic and it's family of little ducks crossing the street but they decided they wanted to stay in the middle of the street and the man just like I cannot take it he gunned it he hit a couple of them they didn't die but somebody wrote down his license plate and he got it he got um cited for that so I, I don't know I don't believe in animal cruelty but um at the same time can someone just get out and shoot them away I just I don't know we gotta find balance a video of the incident has gone viral with over 54,000 views in a few hours. Mm -hmm. Some users commented on the video with one calling it Untitled Goose London Havoc. Another one um, commented on the progressive nature of the incident, while a third suggested that the swan was teaching everyone to take it slow. Enjoy the weather. Coming up, a Seattle woman tested Costco's liberal return policy right after this. Saturday's here. The Breezeway's near. Let's all cheer. The Saturday Breezeway on J947. A Seattle woman tested Costco's liberal return policy by returning a couch she had for two and a half years. Wait a minute. 
So you're telling me that Costco's rule is that you can return anything no matter how long you have it? Does it matter even how the condition of the whatever you bought? There are some exceptions like electronics and diamonds, cigarettes and alcohol, but pretty much you can um, return about everything. Okay, diamonds do not deteriorate over time. So I'm not getting to diamonds. But they, they're going to take a couch that somebody's probably slept on, ate on, whatever on, and they don't want to take back a diamond. Okay. So she shared her experience in a TikTok video that has since gone viral, garnering nearly 3 million views. Jackie Wynn explained in the video how anxious she was to return to couch without a receipt. Not even a receipt? So we've traversed from just returning a couch that you've probably ate pizza on like 500 times to um not using receipt. So you're making them do even more work to get this reject couch. Mm. And she also knowed how intimidating it was to walk in the store with such a big purchase. However, the sales clerk was accommodating and not worried about her lack of paperwork. Wow. Wynn could provide the purchase date, so the Costco employee looked up the purchase and refunded her for the full amount, which was $900 at the time. The couch now sells for $1,500. Technically, if you just clean the couch, you can make a profit of $600. <laughs> when the employee asked Wynn why she returned to Iron, she said she no longer liked it. Okay. Now, you know what? <laughs> this is crazy. I'm just going to roll up with all the furniture in my house when I get ready to remodel. And be like, I don't like it anymore. Can I get a full repo and choose out some new stuff? But you got to remember the purchase date. Even though you don't have the receipt, if you can remember the date that you purchased it, you can get a full refund. I just put a photo frame there in my kitchen. <laughs> this is crazy. Wynn informed her views that Costco um, informed her that upon return, um, would be likely either been donated, sold, given back to the manufacturers a tax credit, or refurbished. A.K. take to the dry cleaners. Um, well, that's part of the reason why they um take it back. I guess it's a no lose situation. I mean, they can either give it to charity, or you know, take care of the bottom line. I mean, I guess it's a good business policy. Wynn's video sparked an online firestorm with many creators, um, making it saying that um. Costco's return policy is being abused, and it was pretty criticized. Nonetheless, Costco's unlikely to change its policy anytime soon, as it helps them with their bottom line. Well, I think I need to go get a Costco membership. When we come back, we're going to talk about breaking the child free rule with your wedding. The Saturday Breezeway Show, J947, America's number one national hit music station. Am I the idiot for breaking the child-free rule? Uh-huh. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> My fiancé and I are getting married in November, and I have a huge Colombian family. We are all close enough, and there are like a million kids. I love them all and cannot imagine a single family event without them. Uh-oh. But can you or will you? 
me, my fiance's family, on the other hand, is smaller. The kids are only included in the big events such as Christmas, Easter, and their own holiday. I mean, birthdays. They have a rule that every party is to be child free. Oh. So, sending out the invitations, we obviously do not write quote unquote child free on it because it's not. There will be approximately three, 13 kids there, ages 5 to 17. My future mother-in-law calls up to clarify. She asked if we had told my family, no kids. <laughs> we had to tell her that there were going to be kids here. She got very angry. Then on Thursday, we went to pick up her dog, and she was there with Maxence and two cousins. We were basically caught about the kids thing. They gave us the following arguments. It has been a long-established tradition that kids were not to attend parties and events with alcohol. His father is paying for half the wedding, and they don't want to see a kid ruining it and wasting his money. They have been looking forward to no kids and let him loose. After we left, we both decided that arguments one and three are straight dumb. Number two has a scratch in our heads. Are we the idiots if we keep kids at a wedding? No, in fact, you need to invite your neighbor's kids. This is absurd. It is their wedding. They have the right to create whatever rules that they're going to do as a family unit. Uh, it's a blending in of families. So, you know, maybe not have 100 kids there, but, you know, 13 kids, that's not a lot. Um, you know, so I don't even see what the big deal is, but I don't know what um, the mother-in-law normally does at, at these events with alcohol. Maybe she's do some strange behavior on a chair or on a table or something. I'm not sure, but apparently she really let loose and don't think the kids need to see that. She just wants to be free to express herself. Okay. <laughs> We'll just keep it PG-13. When we come back, a junior high principal was fired after he was caught. More coffee than he paid for pouring a Roger Nett Cup. Coming up right after this. Saturday's here. The Breezeway's near. Let's all cheer. The Saturday Breezeway on J-94-7. A junior high principal was fired after being caught to... Trying to steal an extra half cup of coffee. He would pay 75 for a 75 cent cup, but pour himself a dollar 25 cent cup at a convenience store in Japan. The incident occurred in December and he was caught by a store clerk who called the police as the principal tried to leave. According to the local media, the 59-year-old male principal said he had been pouring himself a lunch coffee stunk his lunch breaks even though he had paid for the regular size option. He re realized in June that store staff then noticed when he dispensed this cup of coffee while paying for the 75 cent cup. He poured it seven times throughout the year till he was caught in December um, by a store clerk who called the police in Takasago. I'm probably not saying that right. As a result, he was dismissed from his job on Tuesday by the Board of Education. In a statement, the board um, said that the principal apologized to the students and their families, saying that as a leader, 
His role was to set an example and encourage discipline by not stealing 50 cents extra of coffee. <laughs> While local prosecutors decide not to press charges on the principal. It's not the first time Japan has caught convenience store customers trying to cheat their way to more coffee. In January of 2021, police in Kumamoto City arrested a 60-year-old man accused of repeatedly pouring $1.35 lattes into a cup for 70-cent coffee. Well, this coffee must be better than Starbucks because I have never heard of something like this. But coffee, if you need coffee that bad, maybe you need to change professions. So they helped him out on that. Maybe the work environment is just a lot more stressful. I don't know, but um, to lose your, your job over 50 cents of coffee is sad. I can't even believe the board wouldn't bother so much. Now, I would have... They should have just reprimanded him. I mean, I understand. It's an ethical issue. He has to um, set an example. But set an example, say, you know, I realized my mistake. I was wrong. I'm sorry. I won't be to work for a month without pay. Something like that. But to outright fire him, that's a bit much. You're listening to the Saturday Breezeway Show.